You're listening to this week's episode of Multiplane Tales. I'll be your tale teller, JC. This episode is called Into the Storm. And dear listener, if you want me to tell your tale, you can send it to multiplanetales at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. When I woke up, all I could hear were the droplets of the rain hitting the roof. I love the rain. The smell, the sounds, the stillness that hovers over the world. It's just beautiful. There is a tranquility about it that always puts my mind at ease. It doesn't matter whether it's a gentle shower where the rain is barely visible or streams of torrents that pelts the skin. I loved it. When I was a younger lad, only a few years old after learning to walk, I would sneak outside to feel the rain on my skin when my parents wouldn't let me. They only caught me a handful of times and would somehow never caught on to why I was always sick. In my neck of the woods, the rain was a part of life that we all had to get used to. To me, it wasn't only the serenity it brought, but the mystery that came with it. The rain dampens the senses. It can make it harder to hear, harder to see. It blinds you to something that is right in front of you. Just majestic. It's what helped me find my path. The rain is what led me to where I am today. It was a light and stormy night. A bit before dusk, the clouds were black and thunder reverberated throughout the sky, while lightning lit up the clouds. My parents sent me off to bed early that night because they were exhausted from work. They didn't have the energy to play with me, and with the storm, there wasn't much we could do outside. We had dinner, and after my bath, I was sent to sleep. I was also sort of tired from the day, but out of my love for the rain, I peeked outside my window to watch the storm. It wasn't part of the plan to sneak out that night, I could feel my eyelids trying to shut, but I fought the tiredness. I wanted to get one good look at the storm before I went to bed. I stared outside my window for a good five minutes before deciding it was a good time to go to bed. I turned and started to fluff up my pillow. As I was getting under my blankets, there was a red flash from the window that lit up the room. I wasn't facing the window, so I couldn't tell what it was. It startled me a bit. I put my blanket down and ran to the window. I was curious to find out what it was. To my disappointment, the sky was exactly how I left it. Black clouds with lightning every now and then. I looked around, furiously trying to pinpoint the source, but nothing. The only difference was that the rain was coming down harder. Even though it wasn't completely nightfall, it was very difficult to see that far. When I was about to turn around, my room lit up green. That time, I was able to see the source. Even with the downpour, it broke through and lit up the sky. A green bolt of lightning struck the ground. It was greener than the ripest slime. I was shocked. I didn't know lightning could be so beautiful. That, and I've never seen a bolt that wasn't white or light blue. Even at my young age, I was smart enough to realize that the spark of red must have been a red bolt of lightning. I was no longer tired. I waited at the windowsill in anticipation of the red one, but all I got was more cloud lightning, and the ones that hit the ground were the normal white ones. I didn't care. I just wanted to get a closer look, and that is exactly what I did. I went into my closet and found my rain jacket and pants. I slipped on my rain boots and quietly opened my door. All the lamps in the house were out. I held my breathing, listening to see if my parents were still awake. From my room, I couldn't hear anything and had to tiptoe my way to their door. I saw that there was a flickering orange light from the crack on the bottom of their door. I slowed down attempting to make myself even quieter. I placed my ear against their door, 
and listened. I heard my dad snoring. I didn't hear anything from my mom, but she usually read before she went to bed, and when she was reading, there was nothing that could distract her from her book. I walked past them and made my way to the front door. I slowly undid the locks and pulled the door open. The sound of the storm filled the house, so I quickly stepped outside and closed the door behind me. The smell. The smell was different from any rainstorm I've had the privilege of witnessing. The air smelled metallic. That alone was almost enough to convince me to turn around and head back to my room. I don't know how to describe it other than saying it felt dangerous. I looked up at the sky. A good distance away from me, the sky flashed red once again. The lightning didn't hit the ground. It stayed up in the clouds, but it looked stunning. I wanted to get a closer look at it. Thankfully, the storm didn't bring a cold breeze as it did most nights. My excitement only let me put on a few layers of clothes before sneaking out, and I started heading out the direction of the red lightning. My young and naive self didn't understand the concept of distance. Not to mention, when I saw the red bolt, it was in the clouds. So there was really no way to pinpoint the exact distance, but I continued heading in that direction, and it got difficult for me. I was being led by the occasional glow of the sky. I walked for who knows how long, but I saw it. A red giant bolt that broke through the clouds and struck the ground in front of me, to the point where I could see individual drops of rain splash on the ground. The red lightning's tendrils used the rain as a conduit. It jumped from droplet to droplet until it hit my chest. I still don't remember much about what exactly happened, but I woke up on the ground at the bottom of a tree. I was lightheaded. For a few seconds, it felt as if the pressure around me was adjusting to my breathing, and I was breathing hard. But it was soon gone, and everything returned to normal. I sat there, looking up at the clouds. The lightning, far more frequent. The normal ones would spark, then the multicolored ones. It was as if the white bolts were fighting the multicolored ones. The white bolts struck in a different pattern. It was more frequent, more violent. The other bolts were less common and more precise. I sat there watching, imagining that there were two deities fighting one another. I watched until a bolt suddenly broke the surface of the clouds. It was an orange bolt, a color I hadn't seen yet. It struck behind over some trees and stayed there a few seconds too long before dissipating. I was planning on just staying there to watch the remainder of the rainstorm, but I smelt smoke in the direction where the orange bolt struck. I looked more closely and saw a fire quickly growing. I jumped to my feet and burst towards it. I couldn't let it get too big. I want to say I had a plan, but it was all instinct. I remember being faster, much faster than I had been before. There was a power surging through me that charged me up. It wasn't long before I started recognizing the landscape. It was the woods around my house. I pushed myself to run harder, and I did. That was the first time I noticed the tiny sparks of electricity that flicker around me when I use my abilities. I ran on the familiar path to the front of the door, but I was pushed back by the intensity of the heat. The entire house was in flames. I was so tunnel-visioned, I didn't realize how big the fire was until I was on my ass. Not knowing what else to do, I started screaming. I wished that I could have saved him. The spark of lightning ran through my left arm. Lightning though it may be, it was ice cold. I put my hand on my heart, and the ice cold energy flowed directly into it. 
I could feel it doing some harm, but I overcame it and ran into the house, directly into my parents' room. I didn't stop casting chill touch on myself. The heat from the fire and the chill touch on my heart were somewhat canceling the damage of each other. When I made it to their room, I saw their door was busted open, not closed like I remembered. Looking down the corridor, I could tell that my room was also open. I ran inside the room and did a quick look around. I did not find anything, so I left and ran into my room. There were blankets on the floor, and everything I saw was destroyed. Not the best thing for a child to experience, but I ran out of the house and dropped on the ground exhausted. The fire and ice were starting to have some lethal effects on my body. I was thinking the worst. That's when I started crying and continued screaming. I screamed loud for Mama and Pa, which is why my heart almost stopped when I felt two warm arms wrap around me. Thank the gods! Lopley, you're okay! said a familiar voice. I told you, his loudness would benefit him one day, said another. I turned to my mom hugging me. Right behind her was my dad smiling, with his face a mosh pots of tears and ash. He came up and hugged me. Lapley, I don't know where you were, but I'm happy you're safe. The rain regained control of the fire. Our family didn't have to move away from it. By daybreak, all that was left of our home were red charcoals and a few pieces of foundation but they were burnt black to a crisp. We stood there watching the fire calm down, just happy that we were all safe. When morning came, it stopped raining, and by high noon, the sun was blistering, and all was dry. My parents told me I could tell them where I was later. The remainder of that day was spent recovering what we could and cutting down trees preparing to build a new home. When evening came, we sound around the fire, enjoying each other's company and cooking dinner. They told me that my mom was pregnant they said the local says told them it would be twins. I broke down and I hugged them. I was so happy that night. For some time afterwards, I never strolled too far away from them. Wherever they were, I would not be too far behind. Okay, by some time, I mean years. Even after the twins were born, I hovered around my mom not wanting them to suddenly disappear. That experience I had with the rainstorm, that haunted me. I never saw anything like it since but I had dreams about it. There are times when I'm in the clouds above the rain and floating in the night sky. My idea about the lightning being deities was only cemented by the dreams. I felt called by the multicolored lightning. After every dream, the familiar aura of red electricity would have its effect during my everyday life. I was faster when hunting, and I could use magic during times of high emotion. It became a problem on the last night I spent at home. I went to my room and immediately passed out. The dreams I had were more vivid than any before it. I was back at the base of the tree, but I couldn't move. I was stuck, looking up at the clouds. A white bolt of energy broke through the clouds and struck me. Every molecule in my body felt that pain. It was a burning sensation that I couldn't get rid of. I screamed. Oh, did I scream. Then another bolt. And another. I couldn't tell you how many times I was hit, but the pain never got manageable. I woke up from that nightmare sweaty and steaming. The sound of thunder drew my attention to the window. The sound, smell, and sight were how it was that night. The calling felt strong. I know I needed to find out more about those deities. I was distracted again by a familiar smell of burning ash. I turned to a couple pieces of clothes on fire in the corner of my room. I finally noticed the mess my room was now in. Everything was damaged, broken, and scorched. From how it all looked, all the mess came from my bed. I looked down to see the electric sparks moving up and down me. 
I packed up what I could and left a letter for my family, explained to them I would be a danger if I didn't find out who was calling me. Now, my path has led me to help defend this item from burglars, and I would hope you keep your promise, as I am expecting information about those deities and my weird new abilities. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to submit your story, you can send it to multiplanetales at gmail.com. And if you could, please share this with all your friends and family across the multiplanes. Again, thanks for listening, and you'll hear me again in a fortnight.